Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, all over the place. As we're Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show. And they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout. Going to work out tomorrow. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride. They're in Lebanon at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. CalvinandSuttle.com is where to go for their services. And the Bone & Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They're at boneandjointtn.org, boneandjointtn.org. Very interesting. I'm looking forward to good news because I had another good news, and then for whatever reason, you were talking about something, and I thought of my better good news, uh, that something I'll be doing tomorrow besides my Mandu workout. Had to skip my midweek Mandu because of my uh, vaccine shot, Zach. I did, I'm still kind of tender right here, but the hangover, I'm clear-headed. I'm ready to go. I was playing clogged up yesterday and a little cloudy uh, in the brain yesterday, but I thought yesterday's conversation was fantastic about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but the, the the AFC South, I think, moving forward will be a very interesting conversation locally, right? Like because nationally, the AFC South does not get a ton of love uh, as a division that is talked about by the networks in the NFL. It's not the NFC East. It's not the AFC East. It's not the NFC South where Tom Brady currently resides. But I think the NFC well, South is a very interesting division to talk about. They have three small market teams. Right. That, that's the problem. And they have no cerebral quarterback that is Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, or, or, or Aaron Rodgers to that degree, right? Aaron Rodgers can take a small market team and make them massive. But there's three small market teams. Indianapolis, not a big market. They're, you know, I, I, not to discredit Colts fans, but that's just not when you think of football, I don't think of Indy, right? Like uh, Tennessee, in the same way, it is a small market. It hasn't, the franchise hasn't been around as long. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they just suck. They're no good. Uh, they've had one successful season in the yeah. last 10 years. And so Houston's a massive market, but they're, as you referenced also in the beginning of the show, they're in the midst of massive controversy <laughs> with their star quarterback, which is, Man, that is the worst position to be in because, as we know, that process is just going to continue to drag along and drag the franchise along with it. So that's kind of the nature of the AFC South. But it doesn't mean that the top two teams don't have good football teams, right? Sure. Yeah, well, you've got um, really everybody within the last six years outside of the Texans have made it to an AFC championship game, even those Jags have made it to an AFC title game. But yet, the AFC South does not get a lot of pub. And I did I did like Jeff. Jeff says the national media doesn't care about the AFC South, and the reporting shows it. Because one team is getting a lot of love this year. And I w I'm, I'm kind of surprised by it, because I don't really love what they've done this offseason. I think, honestly, the Colts, they're the favorite in Vegas by, I mean, they're even money. They're a heavy favorite in Vegas. They're plus 100 and they've been a favorite all offseason long to win the AFC South. They were a favorite last year to win the AFC South when they got Phillip Rivers. Now they have Carson Wentz, and for whatever reason, Vegas and the national media thinks the Titans are still second fiddle to the Indianapolis Colts. And I don't know if that's just Carson Wentz has a higher profile than Tannehill uh, does or – the Colts defense was ranked top 10 last year for a lot of the year, but the, and the offense has some weapons like, but what the Colts have done this off season is not that sexy. Zach. I, I don't like truly understand why Vegas and the national media loves the Colts with Carson Wentz more than they like the Colts with Phillip Rivers. Well, I'll tell you why the philosophy, I'm not saying this is my opinion, but I do sure. think that this is the national opinion I think that the national media and analysts believe that the Colts roster is solid, that they're just a quarterback away. And an old last year, latch-ditch effort from Phillip Rivers didn't do the trick. But the connection between Carson Wentz and their head coach, Frank Wright, of the success they had before he tore his ACL in Philadelphia, 
I think that they've put more value and more stock in that connection based on their roster being so quality. You mentioned their defense. Their defense, we know in NFL football, your defense can take you a long way. If you prevent points, that can help you. They've got a great, a great running back core. I would even throw with core, right? Their wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr. is, I I think, has a higher high ceiling. T.Y. Hilton, a little bit more long in the tooth, but can give you good good minutes. But you think, look at Jonathan Taylor. That guy's a badass. That, That was a great draft pick out of Wisconsin. I think that's the philosophy because the structure of their team is more set than all the other ones. They don't have this one drop-off in their football team because they think Carson Wentz still has something in him. I, I know you don't necessarily I, think that. I don't. I see think it. a lot of people are doubting him, but the national media as a whole, I think, believe that. Yeah, so I want to read some comments about what you guys are saying about the Colts because I, I, I feel like the, everybody thinks the Colts, or I'm sorry, the Titans are second fiddle to the Indianapolis Colts. Here's what the Colts have done this offseason. The free agents they brought in, really not a lot of guys they brought in from elsewhere. The Carson Wentz edition was a trade, but he falls under the two categories here. But Carson Wentz, they signed Sam Tevy, the left tackle from the Chargers, and Isaac Rochelle is also from the Chargers. But Sam Tevy is not exactly a good tackle that they got. And then everybody else, T.Y. Hilton, Xavier Rhodes, Mo Alley-Cox, and Zach Pascal. They're all guys that the Colts re-signed to retain. And then you look at their draft pick, Quiddy Pay. We love that draft pick, Zach. Like we both on draft night, right when the Colts took Quiddy Pay ahead of the Titans taking Caleb Farley, we we all said, Buck included, that's a great draft pick for the Colts. Then their second round draft pick is Dio from Vandy, who tours Achilles and won't be ready until midseason at the earliest. Then they get a couple guys that, you know, these are their top five picks, guys, like San Ellinger is a, a, a six-round quarterback who you don't know what he's going to be, but they get a lot of guys that 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 you don't know what their immediate impact is going to be. Quiddy Pay is kind of what they're relying on. So they're relying on their current roster with some a few guys they re-signed and really Carson Wentz being the difference maker. Besides Carson Wentz and Quiddy Pay, and those kind of led both categories, Mo Cox, I, I think that guy is the real deal. I think he's going to take... Uh, another step in the right direction. I saw a lot from him last year with the Colts and what Phillip Rivers was able to do with him. I do like him as a player, but it's all about Carson Wentz. I mean, that is the key. Their defense is set. They drafted very well over the last several years. You have to give them credit. Like, Oh, the yeah, Titans, Chris Ballard's done a fantastic job. The, the Titans have not drafted as well as the Colts. It's a fact. Um. Well, no, they haven't. They haven't. Well, I don't know, man. I'm like, like the Colts. Okay. Like if you compare them, the the Colts have had more draft picks hit than the Titans have in the last five years, let's say. So Dom. Unbelievable job there. So Dom says same roster plus a downgrade at quarterback equals aggression. Dom thinks that Carson Wentz is a downgrade from Phillip Rivers. And Dom may not be incorrect, right? I think that Carson Wentz is a much bigger risk than Phillip Rivers. But as we know in life, you got to risk it for the biscuit. Risk and reward. So their ceiling... And I think that's what the national analysts are betting on. That's why I said they think more highly of Carson Wentz of booming instead of busting. I think it could go either way, but I don't discredit Dom's comment. I just think that Carson Wentz set up in a better situation where you don't have Jalen Hurts looking over your shoulder. Look, we all, and if you watch NFL football, you saw how that went down. Carson Wentz had a. I think an emotional distress problem with another guy coming to take his job. He got shaky knees and you can't do that. that, I know, but, but it's the, it's the truth. If you watched him play once Jalen Hurts started to really make his push to play because Philly's a tough market, Carson Wentz crumbled. 
He played worse. Yeah, I, 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 yes, but did, does that make you more confident in Carson Wentz in Indianapolis? Just well, because he doesn't have any. I mean, Sam Ellinger's a six-round pick. He doesn't really I, have a lot more competition. Yeah, but I still, I, I don't like if a quarterback crumbles because they had Jalen Hurts drafting the second round behind him. Then I don't think Carson Wentz has the thick enough skin to be able to rely to survive anywhere. Really. Well, they're going to find out. And the Colts were the Colts were in a tough spot. Aaron Rodgers wasn't available, right? Like they had to make a decision. They inquired about Matthew Stafford, but the Lions decided to get their guy in Jared Goff. Okay. So and trade and make that trade. All so right. the, the 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 Colts were kind of put in a corner. Yeah, Four they wins. were, but they, you know they got to come out of it with Carson Wentz, who has that continuity with Frank Reich. So there's the relationship there that they can believe in that they're selling to their fans. So let's ask this question. I don't really believe in the Colts and especially what they've done this offseason, but they're still a solid team. Like I still like the roster the Colts have gotten. I don't understand why Vegas thinks that they should be the favorite for the South. So let's ask you guys this question. Who is the best team in the AFC South heading into the season? Who is the best team in the AFC South heading into this season? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit uh, this year by creating equity in your in your property and turning it into a cash flow machine by renting it instead of selling it. If you have a son or daughter who's about to graduate from high school and college and they need to live somewhere else besides your house, go to RentersWarehouse.com to find the right place for them, for the right price, the right location for you to feel good about their next step RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. Had two good betting nights in a row. Last night, Anthony Davis's ankle. I had the Lakers plus 12, and they were down by 20 at half. And then the Lakers said that it was back spasms. I don't believe that. But uh, that cost me a little bit of money. But, hey, hey, we're real on this show. I don't tell you just when I win. I tell you when I lose. Didn't have a great night last night. But that's the ebbs and flows and the fun. I didn't lose everything. I did win some bets. Luka Doncic over three and a half threes. Money in the bank, shorty, what you drank. You can download the app today. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. They give you promotions. I got an NBA parlay ready to go today. Plus, it's Friday, Austin. And that yeah. means A to Z Sports picks live, not live notifications on. That's what I should say. At two o'clock, they'll help you bet and tell you who to pick. Brian Edwards, our Vegas insider, on a hot streak. I, no, dude, 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 not, I don't want to jinx that. I want to. That's I wanna, a promotion. Okay. Uh, I know you're superstitious. Well, because I've been riding, I've been riding said hot streak, so I don't want to jinx it too much. Okay. Here's the question: Who is the best team in the AFC South heading in uh, to 2021 season? Dadson says the Titans by one. Trey says the Titans will take the South again. Uh, Mox says Titans, then Colts, then Jags and Texans. CJ2K goes Titans. Louie says Tennessee. Steph says, I still think it's the Titans. Uh, Larry says Titans. Um, Ethan says, it's the Titans and it ain't close. Titans for Life says, I think their defense will take a step back, uh, meaning the Colts, I believe, is what they're talking about. The front four will be good, but the back end will be average. Steven says, I'm keeping the faith in saying the Tennessee Titans. Cedric says the Titans, and Cedric also said, that the Titans will sweep the division. Evan says Titans, but I'm worried about how the good the Colts could be. Guy says Titans. Donald Titans. Champs are champs until they're beaten. Kyle says Titans. Marquis says King Henry. Zach says Titans. Look, Titans are sweeping. I'm talking about sweeping the division. Well, we the do Titans, do a. Uh, it's a, a sports talk show, right? Nashville. But we've got other people that that watch this show, like Jeff Big Ten Jeff. I believe is actually a Colts fan. I don't know if Jeff's here today to represent his horseshoe or not, but uh, you know, we've got a lot of Titans answers, uh, but Vegas again, uh, as Jalen says, lots of bias, in the chat. I'm a Titans fan, but it's not a landslide. Right. And, and to Jalen's point and to the chat, I, I, I do. Uh, and I'll support the chat. All right. I, there's some, there's some dummies in there, but overall, I believe, that we have a very intelligent audience. And sometimes when we ask maybe one leaning questions, they'll be honest. They don't always say Titans, Titans, Titans. They'll call out the Titans, um, let's say mishaps or, or, or shortcomings oh, when yeah. they have them. So sure. to be fair to the chat, this is a tough question. I think they're going based on a lot of last year. And they have to. They're, they're going based on what really, I think that's indicative of the chat 
comments are indicative of what they think about Carson Wentz. And I, and I don't like Carson Wentz as an NFL quarterback. I think he's broken. And I don't think just being back with Frank Reich is going to fix him. I think if you remove, if you remove each quarterback from the roster, the rosters look very even. And maybe you give the Colts a slide. Because there's too much unknown on the Titans defense. Well, there's a lot of newness on the Titans defense. And That's unknown. Right, right. So the seven out of 11 new starters for the Titans defense, Luke Warsham talked about that and wrote about that uh, on the Titan Up pod. So, you know, I, I don't, I, I think it's, I think if you remove the quarterbacks, the Colts have a better roster, but the quarterbacks are everything, right? And, and Ryan Tannehill, I think is so much better, so much better than Carson Wentz that if I were a betting man, which I am because of BetMGM, uh, then I would, I probably should do this. Take the Titans plus 110, to win the AFC South, it's not great odds uh, to, to do for a long-term bet. I wish it was a little lower than that, but put, I think the Titans are set up to win the AFC South this year. Now, we'll see what happens with Carson Wentz this season and see what happens with Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, but I think the Titans, for right now, are still set up as the best team in the AFC South. I agree with Ronnie, which in turn makes me agree with you. I think Titans by a hair. And I agree with Vegas, right? I mean, it's plus 100, plus 110, right? Yeah, it's close. That's a hair. In Vegas terms. In, but in the other direction. You think it's Titans by a hair. Vegas thinks it's Colts by a hair. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I understand. I, I look at the quarterback situation. I trust Tannehill over Carson Wentz. I look at the defense situation. I trust the Colts defense over the Titans. But the X factor for me, and really the hair, is more of a honeycomb. That's on the back of Derrick Henry's head. <laughs> it's Derrick Henry. He's the X factor for me that, that justifies that hair. I think him coming off two back-to-back -back seasons of him leading the NFL in rushing, being a 2,000-yard rusher last year, he's the X factor. And what do you know? In Indy, when the Titans up, a little quick uniform update, they were wearing all white in Indianapolis. That was the X factor. Them and a Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry all showed up massive in that particular game. And that was the biggest game of last year that nobody talks about. It was a blowout. But that that really won them the division. Well, and both, both Titans-Colts games from last season were blowouts, one in each direction. And I, th I thought those two teams were were closer last year than those results showed. They were just wacky games, right? And if they would have played in the playoffs, it probably would have been a closer game. Yeah, you would think. And I think the Titans are a better team. I still think the Titans are a better team. Like the, like Carson Wentz, there's so many problems with Carson Wentz. Like the one is his overall ability to, or inability to stay healthy. Two, what's happening between his ears and, and his inability to get rid of the football and taking so many sacks. And Zach, we put up the, the graphic earlier. The Colts haven't done anything to sure up their left tackle. Sam Tevy has been one of the worst left tackles who has started games over the last couple of seasons for the Chargers. And the Colts had their stud left tackle retire. And they think, let's go get Sam to lock up Carson Wentz's blindside. That's not going to work because Justin Herbert had to, they had to draft a left tackle to replace Sam Tevy this past year because Sam Tevy wasn't good enough. So I don't know. I, I don't like what the Colts have done this offseason. They haven't added enough. Now let's look at what the Titans have added this offseason. We all are more familiar with this. They get Danico Autry from the Colts. Bud Dupree upgrade. I accidentally spelled it Janet. <laughs> <laughs> you that's oh. a jackrabbit move. No, you, that, you, you should have said jackrabbit. Oh, I tried to do you, Janoris. You played yourself, it, it Austin. You played yourself. <laughs> it got autocorrected to Janitor's Jenkins, which is so funny. But the Titans <laughs> did, <laughs> the Titans added more immediate impact to their roster than the Colts did this past offseason, and I just love the janitor's Jenkins. That's an absolute accident, but make it makes that so is a much slight sense. to Jackrabbit. I think you need to, to <laughs> apologize to him. You need to call him Jackrabbit for a day. 
Oh, no, the app tried to get me like several times when I was doing these graphics this morning on, on name spellings, and I did not catch Janoris to janitors, but that's it's too good. I'm glad that worked out. But again, my main point, the Titans have had a better offseason than the Colts. On paper, yes, but the X factor is one man. It's Carson Wentz. The Colts can have a better offseason than the Titans if Carson Wentz hits and he plays more like the guy he did in Philadelphia before he tore his ACL. And he, look, last year, Carson Wentz did not have a great season. He threw a lot more interceptions than he normally does. But he has playmaking ability. More playmaking ability than Phillip Rivers had. Phillip Rivers was a safe veteran quarterback that they just wanted him to manage the roster, manage the game. And that management got them a playoff berth. And honestly, it came down to the wire with the Bills in the wild card game in Buffalo. Yeah. So uh, that was because of Buffalo's inability to score touchdowns. Josh Allen did not play well in that wild card game. If you remember, there were several like mental mistakes and mental errors that the offense of the Bills made in the red zone to settle for field goals. And look, the Colts defense is good. Like, and the last play of the season was the dumbest play that of the Colts season. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. It was an uh, out route. Like, didn't Philip Rivers just like airmail it to like nobody? Yeah, and they didn't even put in Jacoby Brissett to throw the football because they knew he had a bigger arm. But it was because it was Philip Rivers' last play. You play to win the game, yeah. and they didn't do that at the end of that game. I now I vividly remember that. Real quick, Brent and Scott both bring up that Janitor Jenkins is going to clean up that secondary. <laughs> I like that. Right. Yeah. So again, I I. I we both think the Titans are the best team in the AFC South, right? Not both, by much. Not I I think it's closer, but I think the Titans have more firepower. And the Titans defense was so bad. The Titans defense was the if you're looking at the Colts and the Titans, let's say they have three sides to each team, offense, defense, special teams. The Titans had the worst two sides of of all the six. Because the Titans special teams cost them the game against the Colts the first time. The Titans defense was so bad, it broke records in the wrong direction. And I think the Titans defense and special teams will be much better this year. And I thought the Titans were the better team last year. So I think the Titans have gotten better. The Colts have mostly stayed the same with a complete wild card at quarterback. But Austin, here's the one caveat. We talked about it at length since the the draft has been over. The Titans offense was the best facet of all six of those, right? If you take about Indy's three facets and the Titans three facets, offense, defense, special teams, they were bar none the best. And they were historic. The Titans don't have Corey Davis or Johnny Smith. They've replaced, they've replaced them with lesser talented, inexperienced guys. And that falls more burden on AJ Brown and we're going to find out if he can if he can carry that load, but that's going to be tough because defenses are going to be queuing all over A.J. Brown. He's the only notable wide receiver they got. Right, Well, and, and T.Y. Hilton is back with Indy, and, but I don't think T.Y. Hilton is a shell of his shell self. Uh, he's, he's still reliable and can catch the football. Yeah, yeah, but he is not the T.Y. Hilton that we got used to seeing burn Titans corners no. over the last eight years or so. Well, he's 30-something. Right, and so, but that's, I mean, they've got Michael Pittman Jr. who came on super strong at the end of the year who can become a stud. Zach Pascal, who is a former Titans practice squad player who has blossomed nicely. And then uh, you got your Mo Alley Cox and Jack Doyle tight ends who can do some damage. But again, like, they're not, like the Titans still have some, the Titans have the best fire firepower of the number one wide receiver and the number one running back. Those two guys are better than the two guys the Colts have on the other side of things. Yeah, no, I mean, that is the, that is the fact, but it is a team game, right? So yep. what they can do, there's going to be a, it's going to be a fight, man. It's going to be a battle for all 17 games next year to see who gets that AFC South crown in 2021 yeah no doubt no doubt so let's let's switch to the uh the jags in this because i think zach brought up this conversation this morning to us in our pre-show conversation of how much of a threat are the jags in trevor lawrence in urban meyer's first year 
because I think the Jags have been very interesting. And I, I've had some opinions on this, but how much of a threat are the Jags in Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer's first year? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. They are trusted, whether it's the Sonata or the Palisade, right there at the bottom of your screen. You can see that Sonata. I have a 2012 Sonata. I absolutely love it. Also, the Palisade, full-size SUV, third-row seating, and bucket seats. It's the perfect SUV for your family. This coming summer, you're taking road trips, maybe not flying. Who knows where you're going, but you can go a lot quicker, better, and, and more style, more luxury with a brand-new Palisade. They do have leather seating. Austin and I have have test-driven this car. It is Awesome. It is ideal if you are looking for an SUV. If your wife's like, man, I'm ready to get rid of this minivan. I'm ready to get rid of the SUV that you currently have. Look at the Palisade. But if you look at the Palisade, make sure you go to Wilson County Hyundai because they will hook you up with a great deal and you won't spend as much money on said Palisade. Pain Bone, that is a promise. We Good friends of the show. He will hook you up with a perfect ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app today. And here, here's this offer for today. Use code ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100. And you put a $1 money line bet for new users. A $1 money line bet on the Braves or Nationals. And if any team, either team hits a home run, you get $100. So if you want a free $100, there's going to be a home run hit between the Braves and Nats today. Use ATOZ100. When you download the app, the BetMGM app, ATOZ100, and you bet a $1 money line bet, regardless of that outcome, if a team hits a home run, you win $100. Bucks. BetMGM, download the app, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789. Zach, the question now is how much of a threat are the Jags in the first year of Trevor Lawrence and urban meyer you you like this question you're intrigued by the jags what do you think about this well a couple of comments coming in you know in billington says five and twelve kevin says five and twelve i feel like that's kind of where a lot of people think that the jags are going to be but i'm going to say this and trucks you got to adjust uh your your numbering they can't be seven and nine anymore nine seven nine and one maybe right but there's 17 games that that we won't out you. It's like us saying San Diego Chargers right after they moved. That was a really tough thing. I I, I've gotten over it since then, but that was, was a hard. tough adjustment. I have had a harder time with Oakland to Las Vegas than I have for San Diego to Los Angeles. Oh, see, I was the I was the opposite. I got the Las Vegas Raiders because I just love Vegas. God, I can't <laughs> wait to go back. Pit, hopefully, Pitbull is going to be playing T-Mobile Arena. Uh, in the draft next year, maybe we'll be up at 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 the MGM Grand. I That's love that what I'm place. talking about. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the over under for the Jags win totals that we talked about a month or so ago was six and a half, and so we both took the over. I think the Jags, the Jags are a team that will not be an easy out. They're going to play you competitive and play you hard for every game. And let's look at what they've done this offseason. Because they didn't sign it. They had a bunch of money. They didn't sign a bunch of big names. Shaq Griffin from the Seahawks to round up their corners. Rayshon Jenkins, Marvin Jones, Malcolm Brown, Carlos Hyde, all new additions. And the biggest names they kept were on their O-line, Cam Robinson and Andrew Norrell. In the draft picks, I think the Jags had a killer draft. All five of these guys were top 65 draft picks. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, both. In the first round, Tyson Campbell was 33 overall, corner out of Georgia. Walker Little, high, uh, it was also in the second round. And then Andre Sisco, which they have to do some marketing plans for Andre Sisco whenever he makes a play there in, in Jacksonville. But that guy is safety out of Syracuse. Uh, I like the idea of what Andre Sisco can become as, as I looked at him more. The Jags are doing exactly what I thought they would. I thought the Jags with Urban Meyer would try to get as many young and college-age kids as possible to come in there so Urban Meyer can run it like a college football team. I got a great marketing plan for Andre Sisco. I'm sure you do. Every time he makes a pick or a big play, they start blaring the thong song, and then they get girls right near the pool, and it shifts there. <laughs> That's more uh, of an I, XFL I, marketing plan. Yeah. But, hey – 
whatever works, the Jags have got, they're kind of like a minor league baseball team. They got, they've got to overstep the whatever line. the Jags have to do to get butts in seats. You know what I mean? Right. Butts in seats. That's right. Pun. That's a good pun. Thong yes. to thong, thong, thong. So here's where I'm at with the Jags. I have this overall weird gut feeling that the Jags will no longer be the Jags anymore. I think that the Jags are going to be a perennial playoff team. I think, and obviously we're not talking about year one, but I think Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer are going to work. And I think that's a bad sign for the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. I, I hate that. And I, I don't, I, I don't care about the Jags. I'm, I'm another uh, in four. I got another Florida team that I worry about, but I, I just feel like with urban Meyer's mind, this is his last kind of shot, right? But urban Meyer, Austin, wherever he's gone, what happens? Immediate wins. They win. In, and that is fast. a, they win a, fast. That's a system. Now that's, the heart, the hard thing is like it's very different from where where he's been before to win. Like post Utah, okay, we talk about Urban Meyer post Utah. He gets to Florida. Ron Zook, his issues at Florida were not recruiting. His issues were actually developing players and coaching. But Ron Zook was getting great recruits to Florida, so Urban Meyer was able to take those great recruits and win immediately the championship in 2006. Then he goes and wins another one in, in, in later in Florida. Then he has the hard issues. Then he just takes over for Jim Tressel, I guess, after an interim coach at Ohio State, of all places, where the problem never will be recruiting. And so player acquisition is something that Urban Myers never had to do heavy lifting for. And then he gets an NFL job, and the first player he really acquires is the best damn quarterback we've talked about in the last eight years. And so, like, Urban Meyer is just... Sometimes it's better to be lucky than timing. good. It, timing and, and location, right? Timing and location. Urban Meyer has always been able to go somewhere and have talent immediately to implement his system and go. Now, his system works in college because he has more control. In the NFL, these guys make more or as much as he does, and they have their own lives outside the facility and they can go do whatever the hell they want when they leave. And urban doesn't have his puppet strings over them. So he's not dealing with a veteran quarterback, Austin. He's dealing with a guy who he's just, he's fresh. He's green and he's ready to learn. Trevor Lawrence is the type of guy who's not going to go into a a situation thinking he knows it all. He's going to be very open-minded. He's very coachable. And he has all the talent in the world with his frame, his arm strength, and his ability and his right. athletic ability to that. And but that it, athletic ability is big in Urban Meyer's offense. So the core, I'm not concerned at all about Trevor Lawrence. I think it's how can Urban Meyer build around Trevor Lawrence and then get that team. That's the easiest thing that you can do. Once you have a quarterback that, that like, that's the hardest thing to get is to get a generational quarterback that you don't have to worry about that position. We all look at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Belichick never had to worry. He was drafting like Ryan Mallett and guys like that just to kind of be backups. All he was doing is concentrating on the core of the defense and the offensive line, and then he'd, he'd interchangeable. The interchangeable was the the running back position. That that he he had the ability to spend his time on the other portions of the team, and I just have this gut feeling that. You talk about the luck of Urban Meyer. He's going to get that luxury, and his NFL experience will not be the same as other NFL coaches going into certain situations. Well, the Nick Saban Dolphins experiment was didn't have a all, quarterback. Was yeah, and all because the Dolphins doctors would not sign off on Drew Brees' shoulder. Sorry about you, but he didn't have a quarterback, and he knew that. Uh, that's one of the reasons of probably many of why Nick Saban was so short in Miami and went back to college is he knew to have success and to, you cannot Alabama your way through the NFL. Well, and, but urban Meyer will, will he urban Meyer his way through the NFL? Can he pull that off too? But, but they have different philosophies, Austin. Nick Saban's coaching philosophy is run the football, play good defense that and be opportunistic. That, that is, that is the, 
overall concept of the identity of Nick Saban's coaching mind. Urban Meyer is an offensive genius. I'll call it what it is. And and there are only a certain number of offensive geniuses. I think Sean McVay, Sean Payton, they are there. Urban Meyer Ur- in the game of football is a offensive genius. True. He's he's very very intelligent with offensive football and he's good. Really what Urban Meyer is good at how he recruited at Ohio State because he had the OSU logo behind him and the Buckeyes brand with him is that he recruited football guys and and he's going to try to draft football guys. He wasn't trying to get all the, the red carpets and all that flashy stuff at Ohio State. It was all about football, and that's how they were able to win. But Urban's, Urban Meyer has only won with offensive mind and better talent than the people he was playing against. So now he's got to win with his offensive mind and for at least the next year or two, worse talent than the guys he's playing against. And Trevor Lawrence makes things easier. Trevor Lawrence can help you tread the water for the first two years while you're trying to fill out the roster, but it's not going to be easy. He, again, like he is used to immediate success, immediate success because Florida and Ohio state are elite recruiting programs that the cupboard was stacked when he arrived. It's not that way in Jacksonville. I, I, Austin, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags, and this is my bold prediction. We're probably going to do bold predictions before the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jacksonville Jaguars are competing for a playoff spot late in the year. I don't so, think that they will get it, but I would not be, if you told me that right now at the end of the season, the Jags are in the running in week 14, 15, 16. I, I'm not surprised by that. That's my one that is my one. I've got a couple of bold uh, predictions for this season now that I'm trying to tread through my mind. One of them has to do with the Jacksonville Jaguars' success. And I may be wrong. Look, I, I, I've been wrong before. We've you When you do sports talk, you, you open yourself up to being incorrect. Right, but right, I just think I've got this gut feeling about Urban Meyer having success with Tre- Trevor Lawrence. All right, I have a team that I can compare the Jacks to real quick. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you have an injury that happens to you, uh, make sure that you know where to go, who to trust. And that's the Bone & Joint Institute with over a dozen doctors there at uh, their Franklin facility. They can make sure they take care of anything from the very beginning to the very end of your process, get you back on the right to health, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, download the app today. We are presented our title sponsor right there for our morning shows, BetMGM. Download the app today, promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, Zach, I, I think the 2021 Jags feel like the 2020 Dolphins. Not to the same level because the Dolphins. 11 win team? No. Not to the same level, but of the team that goes from sucky to they're not bad. It's the team that flips their culture, flips their roster, uh, and and really with the head coach they have in place, it's them on the right track. The Dolphins had a super easy schedule and were able to win with the dual quarterback of Fitzpatrick and Tua as Tua was trying to come along. But I think the 2021 Jags feel like the 2020 Dolphins is that we will look up in November and the Jags are going to be in the picture. They're not going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be contending for a playoff spot like you said they're going to. Well, the the the, the Dolphins did. Yes, but the Dolphins were 5 and 11 the year before and they went to 11 and 5. The Jags were 1 and 15. Fair. And they lost 15 games in a row. So I think the Jags, I think, will go. But they quit. They did because they knew what they were trying to do. They knew they were trying to get Trevor Lawrence. So I think I think the Jags would go 7-10, and 10, which the Dolphins were, what, 5-11 and 11 to 11-5? 11 That's up six. I think the Jags improved their win total by six games this year, and they get the seven wins. The other thing that they have in common, and this is a, a, a little Jersey nuance for any of you uniform gurus like myself, the Jags 
because of Urban Meyer and them getting a new head coach, they have switched their branding. Very similar, the teal, just like the Dolphins were teal. Now the primary home color is no longer black. It is teal now that Trevor Lawrence is leaving. So if you didn't know that, now you do. Uh, I like the black. Real Morse says the 2020 Jags are closer to the 2020 Chargers. Solid rookie quarterback on a team without an O-line and defense issues. That's not a bad comparison either. Titans for Life says, Austin, your college guy, was Vrabel admired at Ohio State together? Yes. Uh, Mike Vrabel actually got into coaching uh, at Ohio State with Urban Meyer as a position coach. So, yeah, they were uh, – I think Vrabel was at Ohio State with Urban Meyer for two or three years before Vrabel went and joined the Houston Texans with Bill O'Brien. So, yes, Urban Meyer uh, helped Vrabel get in the door as a coach uh, about, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. We just had our uh, first Harvey Updike comment of the show. Okay. And that is Rob saying, I would love to sneak up on Lawrence and cut that hair. That's an Updike type move. That's like poisoning the trees <laughs> at the Plains because you're a big Bama fan. That's, 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 a, that's, that's overstepping there, Rob. Yeah, I don't feel the need to sneak up behind anybody and cut anybody's hair. Like, I'm just not going to do that. It's kind of strange. <laughs> old, old Updike Rob today. So, so Zach, you obviously have high expectations for the big picture of I, Urban oh, Meyer, I, Trevor I Lawrence, do. and the Jags. And it's going to be weird, but I do. I think that they're going to flip. What about immediate? I, I think that it's going to be quicker, uh, sooner rather than later. Okay. Sooner in two years or sooner in one year? I think it's going to be sooner. That's okay. why I'm so adamant about the Titans making the right decisions. And the Caleb Farley thing, I, I question because I don't know if they have the, the luxury of taking that big of a risk. Yeah, so uh, Rob says, what weapons does Trevor Lawrence have? Oh, the Jags offense has some, has some dudes. DJ Chark. LaVisca Chenault, they lost Keelan Cole to the Jets, who we thought the Titans should go after. But then they draft his buddy, Travis Etienne. Like, so Trevor Lawrence has plenty of, of people to throw to. Chenault is good. LaVisca Chenault is going to be a problem. Like, we said that. He that seems week? like he's going to be a Pro Bowl wide receiver at once. He is going to be an issue for the Titans in out of the slot, out of wherever. Uh, and who the hell knows Tim Tebow might be up and be a tight end for whatever reason. Wow. Yeah, he has plenty of weapons to 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 put up some points uh, pretty quickly. Damn, what my one of my buddies does a great Tim Tebow impression. You don't get those every day. Now it's it is over the top, but it is hilarious. It's a it is a good impression. Man, I wish we could. Uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that up for, to not pay off. We just, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's just cool you and story. I. Thanks it's just you nothing. and I in here. Well, you said Tim Tebow, and it made me think about that impression and how like ridiculous because he hates Tim Tebow. Yeah, I, I think Tim Tebow is annoying, and I do not want him to come back because I'm tired of all things Tim Tebow. And and he, I felt like Tim Tebow had faded away. He'll never fade away. I, I but I felt like he was actually fading, like the, Tim because. Like I, I didn't pay attention to the SEC network this past football season because I had other things to do and it wasn't the college football was weird. But Tim Tebow was not anywhere near my life for about a year and a half. And I was cool with that. And then I saw that news on draft week and I was like, son of a bitch, here he comes again. <laughs> why can't Tim Tebow just go away? Just stay away. Yeah, I don't like to see the line in his head that comes up it's just way too high. Like I understand the, like they there's, it's a fashion thing. I get it. Like right here, but his looks stupid. It, it's like, it comes it's like up the, half of his four. It's, it's a fourth of the way of his forehead. That doesn't look good. Like who told you that looked good? Did your supermodel wife tell you that? Did you pray about that? Because you need to get some new prayers. That doesn't look good. It is Greg. Just and Tim Tim Tebow is a great guy. He is. Well, that's fine. And and like he we is. talked He's to a him a couple of years ago at SEC Nation when they were at Vandy, and that's fine. But like I I just I don't care about him anymore. He's not relevant to anything. He is a great guy though. That's fine. He he can continue to be a great guy. Just don't try to play tight end for the Jags at 33 years old just because your college coach is there. Yeah, and Nate says Tim Tebow is a Christian Leitner of the NBA. He will never die. That's a good comment. That is a good comment. All right, Zach. 
we haven't talked about one team really at all in our AFC South show today. So let's do the Houston Texans. And we want everybody's gut feeling on if Deshaun Watson will play a single snap for the Texans this season. But first, tell everybody about Calvin and Sutton. Yeah, Calvin and Sutton is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. It's that simple. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. They can hook you up with great hardwood floors. We talk about, ah, I'm pulling out the Angelino. It's Friday. This is what I'm feeling, a little lighter. A little lighter right here. Call today, 615-448-6414, and say, look, I've been listening to these sports Zach has been promoting this Angelino hardwood floor. I, I got to feel it. I got to see it. Where's your showroom? Can you come to me? They will. They will They will bring this to you and say, hey, let's see how it looks. And if this will make your living room, your den, your kitchen, your house pop. Rip up that old grimy carpet you've been stepping on for years and replace it with brand new hardwood floors. This is a great summertime hardwood floor. The Angelino. The hardwood of angels. Calvin and Subtle, 615-448-6414. Bet MGM coming up later at 2 o'clock today, Central Time, right where you're watching. A to Z Sports Picks with our guys Alan Bell and Brian Edwards. Brian's on a heater on his Friday parlays. Uh, I was texting. We, we were texting with Alan last night. He's already got uh, a specific NBA game and an MLB game that he's watching. He's got an NHL game that he's got his eye on as well. Uh, last night, Zach, you mentioned that you had a not so good night last night. I, yeah. I, I netted, I was up last night, 95 cents. <laughs> that was my winnings. My parlay bombed, but I got basically even from a couple of player props in the wizards. Uh, but 95 cents was my net winnings last night, but that's okay. Back at it. A to Z sports picks coming up at two o'clock or right here where you're watching. So Zach gut feeling. Well, Deshaun Watson play a single snap. For the Texans this upcoming year, oh, man, I think that uh, as time goes by and some of the dust has settled a little bit, that is helping him. But I do think that there are too many women that have accusations against him. Well, there are two things though. There, there's all the accusations and allegations about the massage therapist. Yeah. And then there's that he doesn't want to play for Houston anymore. That doesn't matter. But but again, like there are like Bemo the second says, one. The second one doesn't matter. Well, Bemo says I don't think he plays a snap. Probably sits out the season to work on obtaining his his license. But yeah, uh, but he could. He's been threatened to sit out the season before all this happened. But that now that now doesn't matter. So that second one you said about him being disgruntled with the Houston Texans, that doesn't matter. It's all about the massage therapist accusations. And unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, it just doesn't it doesn't really matter to me. You want justice, but you also don't want people lying about it, right? You want you want justice. You, you want the truth. You want the right thing to happen. You and want usually the right- people don't you know, we don't get the truth. I, I I think here's my personal opinion on it. And this is a uh kind of an outsider's perspective because I, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I read up on it, but there's a lot of women and that tells me something, right? That tells me that it is something, not nothing. The number of them is eye-opening. Is Have every single solitary woman been sexually um, harassed? Harassed? I don't know. I cannot speak for them. I, I think that it, it will be too much for Deshaun Watson to overcome this year. And maybe, I'm not going to say ever, Michael Vick came back and played in the NFL after spending time in jail. So I will never say never on Deshaun Watson's football career. But I think my answer is he will play zero snaps in 2021. And I think the Houston Texans told us a lot by their first draft pick they made this past weekend. Davis Mills, they traded up to go get Davis Mills out of Stanford, the quarterback, and they had Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan, and they have two other guys, late-round picks, that weren't worth me spending time to try to spell their name right on this graphic. But the Houston Texans, they've added Tyrod Taylor and another quarterback, and they've drafted Davis Mills. 
the Houston Texans are preparing for life without Deshaun Watson. And look, what is society about, right? Is when you get into trouble in the legal system and you are a celebrity, excuse me, or a person of status, I mean, social media is going to come after you and prevent you from having the good public relations. And that's already started to happen. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it's good for Deshaun Watson. No. So you're zero snaps? Uh, I don't think he plays. Yeah. Uh, I, now, I, isn't it weird that it's – it feels like – because the Deshaun Watson thing has been – we've been talking about this for months. It's only May 7th. Like, there's still a lot of time left before they have to report for training camp. There's, there's over, just too many accusations. Yeah, there's two and a half months. If it months. was one accusation or two accusations – Maybe I feel differently about it, but the number has reached 20. Again, I, I can't, I'm not going to sit here. I have no uh, ground to stand on to say whether these women are telling the truth or lying. I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know that. And we're never going to know that. It's going to have to figure out in the, in the judicial system. And that's a long process. We know that the Rashad Weaver thing from earlier this, this week told us about that. An incident that happens in April the pre preliminary hearing is not until October. but So it's just a slow process. So there's no way Deshaun Watson's going to play. He was getting massages from way too many different women. And, and Trey, I, Trey I find Forehand, that, I honestly, I find that action to be a problem. Everybody, like you, every, like, yes. Like everybody you talk to, every professional athlete who gets massages on the regular because they, that's their, their body is their living. And they have to make sure that they're healthy and ready to be able to, uh, perform at the highest athletic level. So you get massages regularly. You normally have like one main person and then maybe they have somebody else if they're unavailable. Not not like 40 different people in over a two-year span. And so the perception of that, and perception is important, right? The perception of that is it wasn't about the action of the massage. It was about the women that were performing the massage. Right? Yeah. Trey Forehand says innocent until proven guilty. Nobody's Fair. saying the opposite. Nobody's we're, nobody's saying that he's guilty. We're just saying that it doesn't feel like he's going to play this year because of timing and of what's like the Titans have their issues with Rashad Weaver draft pick and the timing of that, just like the Deshaun Watson situation is a big issue with this. Yeah. I look, I don't, I don't know if he's innocent or guilty, but the uh, per public perception and as you said, Austin, the timing of it, is a that, that matters a great deal. You get in trouble the day before week one starts, that's bad timing, right? Yeah, you get in trouble a week after the season ends, that's okay timing. Why? Because you got six months to figure things out, whatever the trouble is. So, I, I think we're on the same page, and I think we're both right. Yeah, Nate, I don't know what your comment means or what you think I thought I said, but I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about there, there with that comment, Nate. But anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and get he to eight. He just might guide you. I, I do what? He just might guide you. He, I don't understand where he got that from or what he thought. I he thought I was saying. I didn't say anything about that. About anything. Oh no, I thought you were saying. Uh, he he said something about my guy. Anytime somebody says my guy, yeah, it's right. All right, eight of these sports. Let's go ahead and get to ain't that good news. Every Friday we end our week by you guys sharing. Uh, uh, Nate was talking to Danny. <laughs> well, but he said my name in the comments. Uh, yeah, well, we pay attention to the chat. We do. We, we do. We see it. Now, right Austin, here. you have distracted everything. the show because of the chat. So that was your fault because you didn't well, talk Nate's about fully what it was. Nate's me out for something. But, so then, but you, look, uh, that's your fault, Austin. You got okay. distracted by but the chat. I you let the chat uh, infiltrate the show. Part of the show is, is, is engaging with the chat. Right, but not when you can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> All right, ain't that good news every Friday to send us to the weekend? What is your good news this week? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness. My good news is, uh, well, one of the extra bonus good news is I missed my Mandu midweek this week because of my second vaccine, but I get it tomorrow morning. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. I'm going to the Green Hills location tomorrow morning, but they also just get a brand new downtown Franklin location that we'll be at later this month. Mandu.com, your first workout, 
absolutely free. It's a 15-minute workout that gets all of those muscle fibers so you build functional strength and you target that hard-to-burn body fat. Nandu is for everybody, whether you're in shape, out of shape, young, older, you got some pre-existing injuries, it doesn't matter. Nandu can help you achieve your fitness goals. Just head to Nandu.com. Hey, my guy, go to BetMGM, download the app today, use the promo code ATOZ Sports. You can have a ton of fun on that app. So, ain't that good news? What's your good news? Comment in the comment section. What is your good news? Jeff, Big Ten Jeff says good news on his way to Gatlinburg, but currently at some national park in the mountains of Cherokee, North Carolina, uh, and out of crazy Florida. So, Jeff, Big Ten Jeff is a Florida man. Is he is right? a Florida man. Yes. He lives around Jacksonville. I don't know. That's a good question. Stacy says, good news. My cousin Eli Stove is uh, that played football with Auburn is being signed to the LA Chargers. That's awesome. He plays for the wide receiver. He plays wide receiver and special teams. That's awesome. I, we, I will now keep uh, Eli Stove in the back of my mind whenever I see uh, things happening with the Chargers. Aaron, my good news is that he's celebrating Mother's Day with his mom. I'm going to baseball game on Tuesday and heard about the new Muppet special on Disney Plus this fall. So uh, Aaron spending some time with his mother, your, his mother, spend as much time with your, your parents and your, your grandparents as you can. Trey says my grandmother is in Florida getting here today. She's traveling for the first time since COVID locked her down. That's my good news, Trey. Absolutely. Good That's news. good news. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jeff does live. Uh, about 30 minutes from downtown Jacksonville To for anybody that cares about that. BMO says, my good news is that my wife and I celebrate 15 years together, nine years of mar- marriage anniversary this week. She's a keeper and loves the show too. So shout out to BMO's wife. Mrs. BMO. Mrs. BMO. Uh, Zach says, good news, <laughs> good news being in Nashville this weekend for a wedding. Looking forward to some Loveless Cafe and Hattie B's. Ooh, Ooh, that- I got some Loveless Cafe pancake mix in my pantry. That stuff's good. Awesome. What is your good news? My good news is I'm usually not a uh, go to go to watch a, a boxing match type of guy, but tomorrow night I'm going to watch Canelo versus Saunders uh, at a buddy's house, having tacos, margaritas, and watching a boxing match. I'm kind of getting a delayed Cinco de Mayo. Didn't I didn't get to do Cinco de Mayo on Cinco de Mayo because that's when I did get my vaccine. Uh, so you know, tacos, margs, and boxing. I, I feel like that's a great Saturday night. So that's what I'm doing. That's my good news. That is good news. Christine, good news that he got a dollar got a dollar raise this $2 week. Raise. Two dollar raise. $2 yeah, so raise. double double that. Jason says good news that his son's basketball or baseball game tomorrow isn't at 8 a.m. so he can sleep in late. So speaking of sports, we do a sports show here. My good news comes to us from some select cities. I saw this, Austin, this week, and this looks awesome. You talk about the old school date. You take your wife. BMO could take his wife here. I just got a great date night for you, BMO. Anniversary, anniversary trip. Anniversary trip. This looks awesome. And thank you, Tiger Woods, as you rehab your injury from your car accident. He has given us this incredible business called Pop Shot. Take a listen. We're bringing our one-of-a-kind golf experience closer to you. Popstroke is quickly expanding, and I'm excited to announce our plans for new locations across three states. Each property will have two unique 18-hole putting courses designed by me and my TGR design team, a nice restaurant, bar, outdoor game area, and of course, ice cream. I've loved seeing your videos and photos enjoying our courses, especially those hole-in-one shots. I can't wait to join you in Houston, Texas, Glendale and Scottsdale, Arizona, and in Florida where you'll be able to find us in Sarasota, Orlando, Tampa, and Delray. Popstroke is getting closer to your backyard. Brutal voiceover by Tiger because he was reading that. But if you did watch, if you're not listening and you're actually watching the show, the upgraded putt-putt course on steroids, that looks fun to me. Well, it's top golf with putt-putt. And I love that. Yeah, and BMO was saying, BMO, I thought about you because we brought up the anniversary trip. I knew BMO was in New Mexico. 
And so they got the Scottsdale location that BMO can go hit up. Well, Scottsdale's not in New Mexico. I know that, but it's at least in the, <laughs> obviously, thanks, jackass. I know that. It's, I was making sure. And BMO said, they'll look, BMO said, I'm in New Mexico. They can go to Arizona. Thank you, Zach, for thinking that you're so smart that you didn't think I knew I was that Scottsdale sure was in Arizona that. and not in New Mexico. Why do you think you know that much more? Like, what are you talking about? I look, The course. way you said it, I just had to make sure yes, you confirmed that you like, weren't. They're were like, right close to each other like come on now like of course i know scottsdale's in arizona <laughs> yeah but just because you know the kentucky derby i don't say because i live in nashville i go there a lot but it's but you live in nashville and you go to you know the uh, destin and you can drive there easy like that's, that's seven hours bro. but people but zach people in nashville go to the panhandle that's like the easiest drivable vacation right there and so it's not like crazy for me to think that bmo in new mexico could probably take a quick road trip to scottsdale to go play pop stroke okay so i look are you in or out on this um I am in more on Top Golf than Pop Stroke, but you haven't tried Pop Stroke. I haven't, but I and like putt putt's fun. But I know this: when I'm having fun at Top Golf and I'm drinking a little bit, eating some good food, I don't want to putt. I want to get the driver out and just tee off and swing as hard as I possibly can because that's more fun. But there's competition. There, I feel like there, there's. I know there's there can be competition in, in Top Golf, but that involves you being able to. To swing a golf club putt putt your wife could beat your ass and you just it's just because of what it is that's i think what i think is so uh alluring about pop stroke is i don't like because the, I, i'm with dom i don't like the name pop i didn't stroke? come up with the name okay I, I know i'm that, talking about the actual establishment but why pop stroke i, I didn't consult with tiger I, look, I thought he could be a little bit more enthusiastic on the on the voiceover he's, part. He's going through some things, so. But right, I kind of gave him that. And Tiger's never enthusiastic. I love the concept. I'm I, in I, on pop stroke. I like the concept, but I think Top Golf is a way better concept. When I'm pop, drinking, pop stroke. When, when I'm drinking, I don't want to focus on a putt. I want to get the driver out, tee it up, and let it go. That's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, don't you agree? Uh, it's I different like action. I, the reason I'm not good at golf, Austin, this, I'll just tell you, let's just be real. I don't play golf regularly. All my friends play hours and hours of golf. I play, I'll play basketball till I'm blue in the face, but I suck at golf. Why? Surprise, surprise. I'm not a patient person. I don't like getting frustrated. Because when I get frustrated, oh, I get so you want to go putt? <laughs> Putting, I can putt. I beat your ass in the putting competition. That tells me I can't putt. I can't beat you in golf. Right? Uh, That's why I like this concept. It's the common man. Yeah. Plus, it's a great date night. No, look, again, I like it. I like the idea. I just like Top Golf better. I, I am I am now with you that Pop Stroke is a dumb name. It's his bad name. Pop it's, Stroke? What the hell does that even mean? It's not a good name. And why was he like ice cream? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I thought that was a very poor. Again, I just wanted you to show you the video. So you no, could the video see looks it. cool. Like, again, like I, if I go to Scottsdale or go to wherever, what were the other locations? I forget. But like, if I'm, if I'm around one, I might say, Hey, let's go check this out. Maybe. But I'm more likely to enjoy top golf than pop stroke. Fair. But pop stroke's going to be popping throughout the, the country. I feel like, I feel like they're going to expand very quickly. I don't know. Top golf is crushing it. And I think, People, I think Top Golf has a better, higher ceiling than Pop. What they should have done, and this is free marketing advice for old Pop Strokes marketing team. You should Change get a com name. combination of Tiger Woods and Guy Fieri as the endorsements, and have Guy Fieri do that commercial. Because you know what, he can make it pop. He could make it fun. Oh my gosh, I I would be on a plane already. Because he, well, because what you have to do is the golf, like the golfers are already in, right? Like so, everybody who's yeah, the golf crowd, they already care. You have to get everybody outside of the golf crowd to come to your facility 
And maybe your boy Guy could do that. Right? Because every every man's wife loves diners, drive-ins, and dives. Triple D, baby. Food Network. That's what I'm talking about. I've never watched. I never watched the food. Well, Network. you're missing out. If I watch the Food Network, I just get hungry, and that's and I work from home, and that means I have 100 all time access to my food. Guy Fieri pops. Yeah, I'm getting hungry now. Actually, that's my that's my good news. All right. Well, I like it. I mean, we'll see if Nashville gets one. It if, might be if Nashville gets one. Austin, we're doing something with old Pop Stroke. They have to change the name. The Pop Stroke name's so bad. <laughs> pop Stroke. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, guys. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. A to Z Sports Picks coming up at 2 o'clock. Alan and Brian will have some winners. They're hot on these Fridays. So check them out at 2 o'clock right where you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And we'll see you guys next week. Adios.